All right, I think everyone's fully mic'd. Yeah, it's technical shit. It's me, Angelo, with Osiris and my boy Wes. Yep. And Osiris just told me he's taking a bike ride from California to fucking Florida. In June. <laughs> Sometime in June. And it's going to take me 75 to 90 days. It's going to be hot as fuck. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, yo, I didn't even consider, like... First of all, I'm being in the fucking desert, and then I'm going into, like, humid-ass shit in, like, Texas and fucking Alabama and New Orleans. Yeah, so it's going to be Louisiana. hot, humid, and muggy. You're supposed to be doing six to eight hours a day of bike riding. So trying Jeez. to knock out 60 to 80 miles, like, every single day. Oh, my goodness. Fuck that shit. We'll see. Fuck. <laughs> we'll see, though. I can go, dude. I'm on, I'm on the bike right now for, like, an hour, and I can go for way longer. I just choose to stop because I'm not trying to be on the bike for that fucking long. Yeah. I gotta go to work and shit like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, when you finally get to your destination, how long before you start heading back? Oh, no. I'm fucking flying back, bro. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's a one-way trip. Shipping the shipping the bike and flying my ass back. There's no way how to do that shit back. <laughs> shit would take too long. I like your mic set up. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. You just decided to do this out of nowhere? Yeah, I was just riding the bike and just fucking was like bored. And I was like, I'm working out, but I have like nothing that I'm work- really working out for. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to do something. And I was like, what if I cycle across America? And then I looked it up thinking I was like some crazy ass shit and it's really not. It's like some common thing that people do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's all these designated routes. There's a group of them. There's like over 50 routes that go from coast to coast and up and down and shit. Mm. And so I'm taking the Route 66 route from, from Santa Monica to Albuquerque. And then I go down this mountain range, which is like another designated route. I forgot what it's called though. And then I end up on the South Tier route from the Mexican border in uh, New Mexico. And that just goes straight to all the way to Florida. So you cut through like the middle of Texas and then you get to like, I think it's like Mississippi or Alabama and then Louisiana and then Florida and then boom. Mm. So if you get a flat tire, you're just going to have to hitchhike? No, I just, I'll have a a spare. I'll have a fucking spare tire or a spare tube. You know what I'm saying? I have like a spare tube or anything you don't need. Most people actually like call or they order supplies to whatever town they're coming into next. Mm. So like it's like it's fairly like whatever challenge you get hit with, there's always a solution that's like right, right. too crazy. And then I have a little camp, a little fucking camp, a tent. So I'll be camping uh-huh. like on the side of the road if I need to or anything like that. Or I'm, I'm gonna look for. I, I should have a because I have to like literally set up like where I'm staying every single night depending on how many miles I do. Mm-hmm. So I have like a theory of like how many miles I'm knocking out a day, and then depending if I do more or less is where I really end up at. But I always hit up a town every single day. Like you don't go like one day where you just like see nothing shit because these bike mm-hmm. routes are set are like designed for that mm-hmm. and then these towns have all these bike riders come through so they're actually used to seeing like motherfuckers out here on their bikes traveling across the u.s mm-hmm. so it's like a common it's like a like a community of shit and stuff and there's this app called wet or wet what the fuck a uh, warm showers and it's like specifically for bike yeah specifically for bike riders <laughs> pissing on people yeah <laughs> it's specifically for bike riders that want to get pissed on and uh, i'm just kidding it's for, <laughs> it's for bike riders that uh it's like a not an Airbnb, but like that. You ever heard that like couch surfers, whatever? It's people yeah. that offer like a room mm-hmm. for like people that are traveling through, and it's usually specifically for like bike riders and I think uh, like walkers, like people that are just walking across America and shit. Because there's people that do that shit too. Walk? Yeah, they just straight walk across like the U.S. Yeah, to me, I, I wouldn't fucking do that. <clears throat> like, I need a little bit more fast pace. I need like more movement. But there's yeah. people, yeah, there's there's people that straight walk across and just like you know 
hitchhike, but they just actually make it a point to just walk, like just do all the, the whole walk. I never heard of a walking one. Yeah, bro. There's people that walk like uh, across like the Atlantic, Antarctica, and shit like that, like just doing coastal. Well, they have lines. jobs. Like, how the fuck do you? Start, they they got to be rich as fuck, right? Well, I think it's just passive income. You know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. fuck, or they made some sort of a deal. Or they sold some sort of a company, so they're just sitting on hella money for, like, a certain time frame to where they're like, fuck it, it'll take a year off. Yeah. What happens to a lot of these dudes, though, is, like, they end up getting picked up. Like, the crazy-ass guys, they end up getting picked up by, like, fucking National Discovery whatever. Like, those those yeah. TV commercials. They get or, sponsored. Yeah, they get National sponsored. National Geographic, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Or they, like, uh, they end up, like, wanting them to do something else, and they'll take care of it. So then they mm-hmm. have, like, you know, the time and the freedom to do it again and shit. I'm not trying to go for that, because riding a bike is, like, pretty common. It's not, like, anything crazy. But I'm not trying to walk across the U.S. Neither fuck all that bullshit. Yeah, fuck that, dude. I walk my dog for 15 minutes. Like, I'm already... <laughs> I can't wait till it's over. <laughs> Would you ever do that in your life, Wes? No. Like, like no. with a bike? No, fuck no. That's why I got a car. <laughs> it would fuck up your muscles. I just wouldn't do it. No, I'm saying, like, if you did, just do cardio like that. Like, you're big as fuck. Your muscles would just deflate, right? No, you would trim. It would trim. You would trim. It would just you'd get super ripped. You'd for sure lose weight, but it would just get like hella ripped. Well, he's not hitting the weights anymore, so it would. If I kept eating. It don't matter. Yeah, and it's like really? uh, you're like you're still doing core, like biking. You're still like you're working on your core and your legs and shit. And like it's if you already have like muscle on top of that, it's not really gonna like. It might eat away your muscle if you're not eating. Like if he's mm-hmm. like not eating, then yeah. Because these dudes that I like, one of these these two guys did it. They did it in like sixty some days, and they were like going ham. They only took seven rest days the whole time, mm. and uh, they were just eating like two, lar- three large pizzas between two of them every single night. Well, and yeah, they, you're burning how many yeah, calories? Four to eight thousand a day. So they were just like burning through food, and they they were like it didn't even matter what the fuck you ate because it was purely fuel. Like it didn't do anything to your body. Yeah. You're just like I just need this shit for fuel. So they're eating hell in the morning, eating hell at night, and just like every day. Do I saw this guy's legs after he did the Tour de France. It looked like a fucking veiny dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like his whole leg was just not one ounce of fat. It was just veins everywhere. Dude, all those guys do all those fucking yeah, they, steroids. They, they, they do like research steroids type shit, stuff that can go under like the... the... Switch your blood yeah. out. Yeah. 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 Well, they cracked down on that. fucking cheaters in the world at anything. Yeah, literally. Well, it's because yeah. they're doing like 120 miles a day or something. They're doing something stupid, bro. Like just yeah. retarded shit. Like I know. Dude. I heard Lance Armstrong say, I believe it was to Rogan. He goes, Rogan asked him, he's like, do you think it's physically possible to, do, to win this Tour de France seven times? He's like, no. <laughs> that dude, dude was doing it with one ball too. Shit, that's crazy. Testosterone, that one ball with different blood every single time. Yeah, he had a whole system too. Is it? Is no, it yeah, still... that red light on means it's recording. Just wanted to. Oh, okay, okay. Sure. Yeah, that's nuts. Well, man, you're gonna be thinking of that time in your life when you're like. 50. That's kind of the point, honestly. Yeah, you're going to be like, like, I did that shit. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, I did something that a lot, a lot of people do. And then like a, a brain rewiring, you know what I'm saying? I uh-huh. might come back and like never want to go back to work again and actually like dive into like whatever endeavor yeah. I'm doing. You know, it's yeah. like I've been working on hella music, so I can sell music now. I can sell my beats up to that point. Mm-hmm. I just haven't like logistically really figured it out yet. And so I'm like, I might just come back and be like, fuck the world. I'm just going to do my own thing or some shit like that. It's like, Or you're going to want a bigger you. challenge. Like, yeah. next, let's swim across the Atlantic. Yeah, I, don't know if I, fucking, <laughs> I don't know about that. That swimming's hard, bro. I don't, I don't swim enough for that. Let's take a rowboat. Yeah, let's kayak take, across this bitch. I might take a rowboat, so I might do that. I might fucking... My homie went on like a... Did you know Bobby? He worked at Carnivino. I don't know if you were there. Oh, he worked at Bobby. Milo's too for a little bit. 
don't think Bobby. Yeah, Albert. Robert, uh, yeah, Albert and Bobby. Yeah, Albert, Albert and Bobby. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Robert, of course, Robert I know Bobby. <laughs> yeah. That one did a twenty-one fucking river raft, twenty-one day river rafting trip or some shit. So it was like twenty-one. Days I remember that. Didn't his boat sink? Yeah, when all the drugs, all the drugs fell oh, out. Oh yeah, I remember and they that. Found this boat in pieces at like they found this boat in pieces and all the gear and they found cocaine in a bag. <laughs> and so the fucking rangers like scouted them and found them and this fool had to go to like court and do all kinds of shit because that because it was on like federal land and it was like yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was a baggie of coke or weed or whatever. I think it might have been weed, but it was something like not crazy. And they were like, who the fuck is this? And whose bag is this? And this and that. And they got pinned on him. And so he had to like go back to, I don't know what state it was, and like do court and shit. And, told on him. Uh, no, the, uh, the, the one they dug up the boat, the yeah, drugs. Dude, yeah. I would have went down and got that shit. Well, no, the I'm ship, surprised it didn't wash away. It did. They found it down the way. They found this boat. But how could they trace it to him? Because they were coming down the way. <laughs> So like this broken thing was already down there and they're going to pass this, this spot anyways. And so mm. they found this pieces and they asked them like, Hey, did you guys lose a boat? And they're like, yeah, they're like, okay, cool. Who's is this? And it was like this bag. And they're like, Oh, it's mine. It's like, well, what the fuck is this? And then the inside was the weed. And he's like, Oh, <laughs> and so that's pretty like, much I don't, how they did I don't. that. We lost the boat, but that's not mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, who the fuck else is it? Yeah. That was my boat. That's crazy. I remember talking to him like a couple of days after it happened. He goes, I'm like, how you been? He goes, man. You have no idea what I've been through. <laughs> He's like, I had to go to court. My boat sank. And they found this. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. wow. It's like, it was like a dope-ass adventure that turned into some legal shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. I yeah. hope to do something like that in my life. Like, I don't know. That's cool. It's 21 days. 21 days is, like, you know, pretty easy to take up. I'm taking fucking 90 days off, bro. It's going to be from... I'm just quitting everything. Like, my... Dude, I live at home with my sister and my, my family. My sister bought a house, so my rent's 200 bucks a month. My bills are like $200 a month, both as far mm-hmm. as like living there. So I can just like quit whatever the fuck I need to quit. Mm-hmm. My dog's taken care of, so that's why I was like, I'm probably not gonna get this chance to do some shit like this again until I have like passive income when I'm like 40 or some shit like that, you know what I mean? No. And then when I do that, I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna for sure do it with someone else. I'm not gonna do it alone. So I'm like, right now, oh. like, I just turned 30 last year. I'm like, fuck it. Might as well just go do something crazy. Because I can, you know, if I had a fucking no. mortgage or a house or, you know. Dude, that like, shit really traps people. So when you ask me, like, did you rent this or buy it? It's like, if I, I feel like I would just be so stuck. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, but it's, but it, there's also like the freedom side of buying shit, bro. Because you can rent it out whenever the fuck you want. You know what I'm saying? You can like, there's like, you have an asset if you treat it right in a sense. Mm-hmm. You don't wreck it. I've been living, I haven't had my own room in like three years. So like, I'm totally cool with buying a house and fucking staying in the fucking dining room, like blocking it off and just renting out all the rooms and living for free. Mm-hmm. But I'm used to living like that. If you're used to living like this, it's probably gonna be a little hard to mm-hmm. fucking do that shit to yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I just feel trapped. Like if I were to buy a house, I couldn't just get up and go, you know, like it just doesn't make sense. Like my uncle Mike, he goes, I just sold my house and I got a hundred grand out of it. And I'm like, how long have you been there? Lived there? 17 years. I was like, okay, how much was your HOA? 150 a month. I was like, what? I was like, let's do the math. 150 that, times 12 times 17. That's like 40 grand right there. Yeah. Minus that from your 100 grand you just made. 60. And then all the the maintenance and all this bullshit, and then then the down payment on top of that. It just didn't add up. Not when you're in a house for 17 years, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you're supposed to live in it for like five or six, and then the plan is two, to bro. sell. Two, two. But how, what, what's the, realistically, how many people actually live in two years and then move? Only people with the plan, like with yeah. that plan. Like yeah, majority not, of people don't do no. that. Yeah, if you have a plan and yeah. you're trying to seek financial freedom. But I never met one person that's like, I got rich from like owning houses. 
Have you? Uh, I'm trying to think. Maybe they got like a couple hundred thousand equity. I just know some people that bought a house and sold it like within four years and they made mm-hmm. like a hundred racks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Chewy, actually, no, my brother's mom, boy, I call him my brother. He's like, I just grew up with him. His mom has been buying houses since 2010. Mm-hmm. She's got like, she's got like seven properties and it's like over a million dollars worth of fucking equity in the houses. Yeah. So like, that's one person that I seen do it. But she, they had their, they had their house for fucking like, <laughs> 12, 13 years and she mm-hmm. started renting it out and then bought another one and then realized that she was making hella money off the rental so she bought like a love mm-hmm. one on the east side and then she started buying a bunch of shit because she was full of a bunch yeah, of Yeah, so if you have a plan like that, it's yeah. smart. But if you're just living it for a long yeah. ass time because, you know, the interest on the loan itself is well over 100 Dude, for the first six years, you're paying, you're paying just the bank's interest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so you got to rent that shit out quick. Like, like you said, two years yeah. would well, be like, optimal. Like, First FHA first time home buyers, you know, you have to stay in the house for at least two to three years. It's like if that's your shit, you you got in at three and a half percent, like you might as well just fucking rent that bitch out. I'm always mm-hmm. telling all my friends about house. I'm like, rent it out, rent it out. They're like, no, I don't know. I'm like, you're tripping. No, I'm like I'd be renting that motherfucker out right away. I'm like, I'm trying to, especially in this market right now. It's like you're you can literally like cut your fucking you can rent out your own spot and go rent out some little spot and like half that rental's paid for by your fucking rental over here. Mm-hmm. It's like just p- pushing money around. Dude, every realtor I've spoke to said that don't buy in this time, yeah. which is surprised because all of them try to they're trying to make that sell. Money. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get their little three grand whatever they make, and they're they're all telling me don't buy right now because shit's about to happen soon. Yeah, that's the market. Yep. With the market, I'm like, damn, okay. You suggest I rent? Yeah, rent right now. Okay. It's like one of those too good to be true type things because we're like in a really shitty time and houses are still selling like hotcakes. Interest yeah. rates are hella low. And they don't have inventory either. No, there's no inventory here at no all. Inventory. I mean, there's no. a lot of home inventories like for sale, but it's like, it's not worth it. People want way too much for their shit right now. But mm. these California motherfuckers are like, hell yeah. The median price in California house price is 900 grand. Damn. What? 900 for the median house. The average house price, bro, is 900 grand. Dude, he's from California, so yeah, he knows. Fucking, that's not, yeah, he too. He too he's, shit. He's, he's from the fucking most expensive place in California, bro. What? Frisco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How much were the houses there? Like two, three million? Yeah. For like this. Yeah. What? And it's old Next to the fuck, beach, bro. right? No. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my God. And Plus the taxes shit, too. And they're old as shit too. These houses are like, you know, the oldest houses in Vegas are like 56 years. Those houses are a hundred years old, bro. Wow. Yeah, like Victorian houses type shit. Fucking. Those are even more. Yeah. Yeah. The older, the shittier, the more. <laughs> yeah. I know when I have friends that say, Hey, I'm, I'm moving to California. I'm like, why? Like. I'll see see you back in a year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Everybody I feel who's moved out of Vegas ends up coming back. Like my buddy's like, oh, I can't wait to get out of here. It's so toxic here. Where are you moving? Seattle. Nine months months later, they're back. Like what happened? Yeah, I'll see them on social media like, oh, I got this nice job at Aria. (laughs) I was like, I thought you were in Seattle. And then so many people go to California and then they come back. It's because they don't, they don't. People that like are they don't from get Vegas it. that are that are from Vegas that are like I need to move away. I'm like you don't realize how good you have it here. Yeah, because it's like it's pretty. It's a it's way less stressful to live here than it is in other places. But there's also like a bunch of other shit that you can stress yourself out with. Mm-hmm. But as far as costs of living, pff, yeah, California is ridiculous, bro. I mean, yeah, they pay like fifteen dollars an hour, but your fucking rent is like two and a half grand for a fucking one and a half bedroom apartment type shit. Like it's fucking That's nuts, nuts, bro. Well. And then people do hella subleases out there. So there's always people that are like, get into a lease and then three months later, like sublease it to someone else because they just can't afford it anymore. They found something else and it's a trippy ass market mm-hmm. out there. I'm afraid out here. Yeah. 
Yeah, and everyone has like six, seven moons. <laughs> I know, it's beautiful out it's, there. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's so nice. That Ryan, ocean air. Oh my goodness. Ryan had an apartment in San Diego on the beach for a year and he only was able to do it for six months because he started his baby. He got, got pregnant and shit. And so he was like, I got to go back home. I can't have like a mortgage here and a rent there. But that shit was dope, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I was like barefoot the whole weekend because this foot was 50 feet from the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's fucking nuts, dude. San Diego's beautiful. There was nothing to do though because I went there on my birthday a year ago and. There was what that Navy ship, the USS Midway, and then there was the San Diego Zoo, and that was it, pretty Where'd much. Where'd you stay? We stayed in this hotel. It was actually really nice. My wife found it. I forget the name of it. It you was know, actually a very beautiful hotel. Part of San Diego, or like ocean side. Um, beach? it was like twenty minutes away from um the zoo, so I forget the exact location. I know we went to La Jolla. Okay. At the end of it, La Jolla was gorgeous. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. There was these rich ass. We went to this restaurant and uh, right on the beach, and these like rich hedge fund motherfuckers. And we Not went anymore. to. Yeah. We went. <laughs> uh, we went to the, the outside to have a smoke, and one of them came outside and they started talking to us. And, you know, next thing you know, we're like switching numbers and everything. And then he ended up calling me because I figured out, oh, he's just trying to sell me pieces of hedge fund. You know what I'm saying? Because he wouldn't shut up about like what he's doing yeah he's like where do you have your money at i was like i have it in gold and silver oh that's such a stupid investment i was like all right dude <laughs> of course going with him is a smart way yeah. and so um he called me like two times when i got back to Was vegas GameStop? Yeah. <laughs> i know what's up with that man that whole thing's going down just like awesome. hedge, yeah, hedge did, fund guys do getting you, exposed do you, know, do you know like what like like yeah the, I, I heard the gist of it i didn't spend time to like study it uh we're like in, it's pretty much what like, is it exactly what's going so on like uh my my uh sister's boyfriend is a he's like he's a money manager person whatever at wells fargo so he was like kind of explaining to me what's going on they pretty much like were causing a the public has called the short uh, has caused a short squeeze because people on reddit were scoping around and they noticed that uh people were um, like borrowing stocks hedge funds were borrowing stocks and then selling them immediately back to the market for the the price they borrowed it at mm-hmm. and then waiting for the market to kind of crash down a little bit a couple of dollars and then fucking buying them buying them back at a cheaper rate and then giving the stocks back to who they borrowed them from so pretty much it's like if you have 10 bucks I'm like hey let me borrow 10 bucks and then uh, or I'm like hey I'm going to borrow 10 dollars of your shares because I have 10 dollars in the bank but I actually never give you 10 bucks I just take the stock from you and mm-hmm. you're like oh yeah you're, you're worth it and then I sell it to the market I actually make 10 bucks and then um, it goes down and I buy it back for seven bucks. So I still keep three and then I give you back the stock. So you never lose Mm. any money. Mm. I just make money off of whatever I bought from you. So these fools noticed that they were doing that with GameStop because the shit was like $3 and they bought like millions of dollars worth of shares or some shit at three dollars you know what the I mean? guys from reddit did no the uh the oh hedge the, the, funds. Hedge funds. the hedge funds okay they're hedging the hedge, it back the yeah hedge funds uh, borrowed like millions of dollars with the stocks because they had million do- millions of dollars in their bank or whatever so they got these stocks and they expected the stock to go down a couple of dollars so they can buy the stock back cheaper and make you know a couple million off the top or a couple hundred grand off the top but these fools on reddit noticed that so they're like hey everyone on reddit buy gamestop stock because these fools are trying to short sell it and they're and they they noticed that it's like fake money like it was like you're making money off of like like stocks that don't really exist so when they did that what happened with my uh the price increased yeah and also the algorithms changed like Mm. like algorithms there's all there's all kinds of algorithms in like the stock markets that like hit different levels of like the public 
And so like once they noticed that the GameStop stock started going up to like, they went from like $3 to like $10, this other algorithm kicked in place and showed like this other group of investors that this is happening. So these foods started buying in and then it kind of went up to the next level where like the public started going. So mm. like by the time it hit Robinhood, it's a chain reaction. Yeah. Right? All these algorithms started, it's like a trend setting, like the lines, the trends and shit, you can start seeing the trends of it going up. So people start investing cause that's how they invest. So all these algorithms that these people are using started pretty much pointing straight to GameStop. So this shit ran from $3 to $400, bro. In like mm. a day. And it fucking fucked the hedge fund up because now they have to buy all that stock back. And that stock is worth a thousand percent more than what they bought it for. And I heard they're trying to regulate it now. They're try- well, they, they, they stopped Shut it. Down. Yeah, they stopped, they stopped trading of GameStop on Robinhood. And the reason mm-hmm. why they did that is because the, a partner in Robinhood is, a, is, one of the main, uh, is one of the main guys at the hedge fund. Mm-hmm. So they did it to protect the homie. And these motherfuckers noticed, so they got a clash action lawsuit because you're like, you can't. That's that's literally market market manipulation. Yeah, how's head? How's Robin Hood still alive right now? They're not. Yeah, God, they're fucking dead. And yeah. it's you, I was I was reading this morning. They still can't buy shares of that. <clears throat> no, they 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 pretty much they did some shit that you're like just never supposed to do, and everyone's just on their ass about it now. Mm. And uh, what happened though was uh, fucking. I forgot what I was gonna say. I lost my train of thought. Something with the Reddit people. Yeah, the Reddit people. All they did was start the fire, yeah. but because they fucked with the algorithms, which are in place, like these are like in place for like investors and shit, it just started trickling it up. So it was like, if it was yeah. only, only Reddit people that bought stocks, it would have went from like $3 to $8. But the fact that it went up to 400 means that like there was other big ass companies buying and there was hella people throwing their money in there because mm-hmm. they just saw like, oh, this shit's going to fucking go up. And then they just fucked the hedge fund up, bro. Like billions of dollars of debt because they bought millions. They they borrowed min- millions of dollars with the shares, mm. sold it to the market, expecting it to go back, and that shit just went they just up. Fuck themselves. And they have to pay those fucking shares back supposedly. And so I don't even know the logistics the logistics on that, but that's essentially like what happened. That's how it wow. got to where it is. It's like the butterfly effect. Yeah, it's nothing like a butterfly. Effect. <laughs> Start small and then it spreads into a fucking hurricane. Sounds no. like what has happened. Well, no, but the butterfly effect is like a. It's like the where like you can never like you can never you can never make the same thing happen twice or some shit, right? That's what it is. The yeah. butterfly fix I heard it's where like in theory butterfly flaps its wings. <laughs> butterfly flaps its wings, which creates dust, which makes a lion sneeze. <laughs> Dude, that's so fucking gay. What? Which makes some wind gust, I don't know, and it turns into this tycoon or typhoon somehow. I don't know. That's the butterfly effect, isn't it? Yeah, nothing. That, yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. I mean, the Reddit guys started small, just inflating the price a little, which triggered the algorithms. Which now it's a fucking clusterfuck of shit. Yeah, and the goddamn titans are that's going not a down. Butterfly effect. They knew that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, butterfly effect is you don't fucking know. random. Yeah. They flapped the wings, bro. Have you seen the movie <laughs> okay. with Ashton Kutcher, bro? The butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's a trip? <laughs> I know he wakes up. He's, he realizes he's missing an arm. He's like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> what? You know that movie? Oh, that it's was pretty good. much like he's trying to like he's trying to get back to like a certain time. He realizes he can like read this fucking notebook and kind of like <laughs> go into like whatever he's reading into. So he's trying to go back into the certain time, but every time he goes back, it's always different. You know what I mean? And it's like it's like it was just pretty much saying like you can never like you can never recreate the same thing that happened to you because the butterfly effect has so many like random shit that happens that it'll yeah. always be different. Like one time his girlfriend was like got killed and this other time his girlfriend was like in this terrible relationship and this other time like he didn't even have a girlfriend this other time his foot didn't have an arm and it was just like what the fuck yeah it was basically like <laughs> angling the different directions it was angling the different directions like if he would have stayed on one path 
Like, if you would have stayed with the girl you were first married with, like, how would your life look like now? And he, and he kept, like, going back and, like, taking another direction. And it was just... Yeah. That was a trippy movie. It was a trippy movie, actually. And yeah. it was his first movie that was, like, kind of serious and wasn't all, like, yeah, fucking dipshit movie and shit, you know? What was yeah. the movie where you put someone in the mailbox and, like, Sandra Bullock opens it somewhere on the other side of the world? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Are you telling me if you knew that would happen, you wouldn't fucking stick your dick in it? <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, what are you, what you, you wait, what? Wait, how are you gonna close it? How are you gonna close You mean, like... No, 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 all right, so this movie, I don't know what the fuck, it, it's like two mailboxes, and you put shit in one, and then it comes out the other on a totally different <laughs> fucking dimension or whatever. <laughs> And they're sending letters back and forth. It was something stupid like that. It's like, if that was me, I would fucking stick my dick in <laughs> <laughs> I would send that shit the other side. to the other mailbox and be like, now what? <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't send a letter like, ooh, how you fucking doing and all that shit. Bro, movies these days are so predictable. Oh. This is every movie today. You couldn't predict that if you saw the movie. I was doing, no, like, that sounds like a good movie to actually watch. But I'm just saying the movies. Yeah, when, when was the Sandra Bullock movie made? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Back in the Speed days. 99. Yeah. I'm saying like anything from like 2010 up. It's just so yeah. predictable. Well, it's like it's recycled too. Yeah. It's like awesome other movie that's already been made or same storyline. Exactly. They're trying to revamp movies. Like, they made a Dumb and Dumber 2. That was fucking That dumb. was gay yeah. as... Oh, my God. That was stupid. Well, have you seen the Dumb and Dumber-er? Yeah. Like, there's that... Yeah, that was... Because oh. they made the Dumb and Dumber 2 with not the original cast. Just people that looked like those foods when they were younger, which was fucking weird. And then they actually had the original cast that just, like, tanked. Yeah. Bro, they made a Home Alone 4. <laughs> it didn't even have Macaulay Coke in it. No, yeah, it was that fucking <laughs> short little dude. That actually wasn't it's too It's like, bad. stop after number two. Actually, number three was okay, wasn't it? I don't know. They all kind of fucking suck. <laughs> you know the one with the pigeon lady? You know that some little nine-year-old kid is going to outsmart two full-grown men? I mean, <laughs> they, fucking Yo, they had some shit on Reddit that's saying, like, if he actually did that, he would have killed him and went, went to jail for murder because he would have killed those dudes. Like, yeah. all the yeah. shit that he did to him was, like, super, like, that would have killed him, that would have killed him. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching uh. that little kid, like, like, fuck this guy, man. Like, <laughs> there's no way, like, me as a nine-year-old is going to, like, Oh, I'll just set up a fucking spike trap. Yeah. Paint. And, and oil. Paint, oil, and I'm going to light that shit on fire. Whatever the fuck he did. I don't know. I only saw it one time. I know. Like, last time I saw Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, I was literally like seven or eight years old. That movie's funny as shit. Yeah, and then I watch it nowadays. I'm like, Ray Finkel's a tranny. <laughs> like, I, didn't, I didn't know that, you know? How did you not know that? Was seven, eight years old. Yo, I don't know about was, transsexuals. Was hella racist, bro. Like, <laughs> so funny. Now he's like sitting there talking to me. He's like... I know you can get away with some of this shit. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. Today's movies is like this: they're living their life. All of a sudden, there's a disturbance in their life. The whole movie, they're fighting that disturbance, and of course, the disturbance is about to win. And then they end up, you know, yeah, exactly. But if you think about it, if you're spending hundred millions of dollars to invest in a movie, you got to make it safe and secure, like we're gonna get your money yeah. back. You know that got fucked though because of the Rona. Oh yeah, <laughs> super fucked, bro. Well, you got guys like Tom Cruise putting his foot down. <laughs> yeah, that pissed. guy's a fucking weirdo, isn't he? <laughs> I have not been paying attention to that for in a long time, but that nigga don't age, so yeah. Tom Cruise. I was I was reading or I was listening to this guy, the guy who created Deadpool. His name's Rob Lee Leefield. 
And he said back in 92, Tom Cruise went crazy on him because this is back before cell phones. And he had a meeting with Tom Cruise and, you know, some of the big executives. And he was running late. He was stuck in traffic. He's like, I couldn't call anybody. I didn't have a cell phone, you know. And so I ended up running late. And the guy, everyone sitting at the table, Tom Cruise and the two executives, he's like, as soon as I sat down, I was like, hello, gentlemen. And you could see Tom Cruise kind of fidgeting. And all of a sudden he just gets up and he's like, come here, come here. You couldn't call? You're running late? Like, these are the time. And he goes crazy on him, right? In, the, in, the, in a room, uh, you know, without the executives. And uh, he's like, I was just sitting there looking at him like, Tom Cruise is yelling at me. <laughs> he's like, but then he, he's kind of bipolar because after he was done yelling at me, he got out what he needed to say. He's like, you know what, bro? We're just going to go in there and we're going to press him. Or we're going to do great things. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> And then you hear stories him with the he whole Scientology. Start yelling at me, I'd be like, "Lord Zarquat's fake" or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would just be like, I start ripping on Lord Zarquat. What? Fucking, no, dude, that's Scientology, dude. Fucking, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen that shit, bro? What they actually believe in? Yeah. Yeah, that's like that. Leah, what's her name? Leanna Refield or Leah Remini? Yeah, that girl. She yeah. uh, she's exposing everything. This shit's well, it's fucking ridiculous. It's like well, that. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, that's not even close to be. I mean, like, cool, it's spaceships. It's like a bearded baby back, you know, <laughs> moon dancing on water. Cool. But it's like a spaceship comes and captures all the cavemen and, like, sucks their souls yeah. out. Yeah. And then it's dumps like, them in a fucking volcano. Volcano, yeah. And, and then they out. come back yeah, out and yeah. all the cavemen are super sad, so they fucking go back in the cavemen or some fucked up shit like that. <laughs> and it's like, you have to, like, level up to get to like yeah, the gotta, next level type shit okay. yeah. so you can talk to cats yeah. it's like i got nothing to say to a fucking cat it's wow. fucking nuts it's just religion you put it's religion religion you pay for which i just find hella funny it's like that yeah. one dude uh l ron i think he created fucking yeah. l ron hubbard yeah. yeah he was like if you want to get rich create a religion so he's he like straight yeah exactly <laughs> it's like straight yeah. up so he dresses himself up like a fucking <laughs> Like yeah, he looked Air like Force a general. Or like, <laughs> like, gives himself medals. It's like, he did. He looked like a safari guide or something. Yeah. So like, what are those medals for? To like fucking you know Zarquan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the thing. I, I was raised in a Catholic family, and my mom forced Jesus upon me, and I'm thinking, you need Jesus more than anybody. <laughs> and then you read, you know, there's what been twelve thousand gods that have been worshipped over time. And like you said, if you want to be rich, create a religion, right? And then... There's a business plan behind all this shit. Like, it really like, is. I mean, I believe, like, the Bible is, like, you know, an old-ass book, but it's been rewritten so many times that there's just stories. And some people, like, yeah. take these stories as, like, little stories. They're like, no, bro, like, like the burning bush could have very much been about weed. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, like, like you, can trans, you, can, you can look at that story and actually think, like, actually apply, like, that sounds like it could be fucking weed and shit. You know what I mean? But no one's ever going to... Yeah, exactly. yeah, or aliens, like, you know, mm. giant beans and shit. It's like, oof, yeah, fucking, I've tripped out so fucking hard on DMT and stuff before that, like, I've seen giant beans. Those motherfuckers are real as fuck, and I've seen them, like, mm-hmm. multiple times. That's why I'm just like... Did I do DMT with you? At Gary's house? <laughs> his name's Philip, <laughs> but, but, yeah, his house. At Gary's house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, I think you were in the room watching me. Remember we did I it did with too. Alejandro? Yeah, and he, he tripped he, the fuck out, bro. Oh, let me let me tell oh, you. Dude, I shit. totally I forgot. For, I was there for that shit. I yeah. totally forgot about this. So we do DMT, right? 
This guy Alejandro, super Christian Mexican guy. Cool he, as fuck too. Cool super as cool. fuck. He's just a, a nice guy. He does this. I don't even know how the hell we convinced him to do he's, it. He's like forty something too at the time, right? Maybe even fifty. Like he's older. He's yeah. fucking, He's not like he's past his thirties, so he's like an older cat. Very polite, heavily. He's very Christian, right? So he takes a hit of DMT. He literally lays down like this, <laughs> quiet, <laughs> quiet, Jesus. for ten minutes. We're all looking at him like. Motherfucker, die. <laughs> and then he just gets back up. That was evil and I will never do it again. <laughs> and Osiris explains to him, like, listen, just because you don't understand something doesn't make it evil. You know what I'm saying? And you, like, took him to the other room and started talking to him. It's because he was tripping. It's because, so, like, have you ever had a psychedelic trip? No. Right, oh, so, I'm shrooms. Yeah, so even, even you on You have a bright shrooms, future. You're, you're going to do it. <laughs> even, even on, like, shrooms and stuff, like, you'll see, like, geometric patterns and yeah. stuff, you know, stuff forming and shit. Well, what happened to him, and, like, it happened to me because, like, I'm, we're both, like, Latinos, but I saw a bunch of Aztec shit, like, really, really old Aztec, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, is this, like, my, like, ancestry history shit? What he saw was all that plus religion plus devilish shit. So what he, what he what exposed him was, like, all his Christianity or Catholicism that he had in his head came out and was like it's like a lot of that shit's based off fear you know what i mean like it's meant to scare the fuck out of you so he was like this is scary as shit because i'm like seeing all this religious shit in like in form in person and he was like he was telling me he was like why would you do that to yourself like why would you like scare yourself like that i'm like if you think about it i'm like you're not like you're not scaring yourself you're just kind of going deeper into what you already believe in i'm like do you not believe in all that shit like and he was like well like yeah like you know like clearly you don't yeah (laughs) and so it's like it just it broke him for a little bit Mm -hmm. and then I don't know if it really affected him too hardcore. After that, he was he was still the same person, which was like good because some people hella change after that shit, man. And mm-hmm. like he was still the same person, but he was like, I'll never do that again. He was like, I don't understand why people would do that to themselves. He was you like, saw so, Aztec shit. Yeah, bro, I always see Aztec shit. How many times have you done it? DMT. Yeah, like, over ten. Really? Yeah, but now, but now, like my first trip was my first psychedelic experience was DMT with Gary. Yeah, with Larry. <laughs> <laughs> with Philip. Yeah, and then uh, every time after that, though, like. I've never had, like, after that, I started doing shrooms and LSD and, like, all the other shit. And some people would tell me, like, before they did DMT, their shroom trips was, like, a certain way. And then after they did DMT, their shroom trips were, like, even stronger. So I don't really know if, like, my trips have just naturally been stronger because of doing DMT. But, like, yeah, but anytime I just take psychedelics, besides LSD, because LSD is a little bit more just, like, it's, like, more, like, off the wall. It's kind of fun. But, like, mushrooms, bro, patterns like a motherfucker. Like, if I'm, like, looking at a wall, like, a pattern will kind of bent, like, come out of it. And mm. it used to be, like, some Aztec-type shit. Like, the Mayan fucking calendar and stuff like that. Like, wow. Yeah, it's... I don't know if it's because I'm Mexican and that's my roots. Or, like, these are just, like, things that pop up when you're tripping out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you have to try it, Wes. It's amazing. It's dope because it's only 8 to 10, 12 minutes long. Super short. So, you know, yeah. you're, and you're literally just, like, passed out. You know, like, well, I don't... Know. There was one time where, uh, you remember Chris, right? Yeah. Yeah, Chris, my older mate and shit. It was me, Chris, Frankie, and somebody else. Asian Chris? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. And fucking uh, Chris was like tripping out, and he just gets up and goes, Shut the fuck up, Frankie! And starts yelling at him hella loud. <laughs> Frankie didn't say anything. Frankie was, no one was talking, and you're like, fucking, the rules pretty much when someone was down is you sit there quiet, and you kind of like, you're like in a meditative zone while this person's just tripping, and then you're just kind of like making sure that they don't go crazy. Gary was like, you can go superhuman on this shit type shit. You know what I mean? Like most people just lay down and they're like out of their body. But if you tend to come to, it's like you can like go superhuman because you're just like on this whole other fucking like level or whatever. And this motherfucker later was like laying there and just gets up and goes, shut the fuck up. Ah! Just starts yelling at him and shit. Frankie's <laughs> just like, look what the fuck. <laughs> oh my God, what characters, man. Dude, it was so random how I even ended up in that room with you guys because I was, you know, I read a lot. I was reading this book called DMT, The Spirit Molecule because yeah. Joe Rogan was talking about it. So I started reading about it 
And then I was talking to Gary that night at Carnivino. I was like, dude, I'm reading this weird ass book. I'm like, you might understand it. And he starts grinning ear to ear. And I'm like, what are you, what are you smiling at? He's like, because I was about to go to Sweden like two days prior. He's like, if you want to make your trip to Sweden 10 times better, come to my house tonight. And I come over. <laughs> that line. Yeah. <laughs> so I go, I go over and all you guys were there. And I was like. Oh, I'm not the only one. <laughs> like, was he recruiting people that night? Like, what the fuck? No, this fool, this fool, like, the way I got in is because I was taking uh, guitar lessons with Ryan. And Gary's thing was, like, you need to have two, like, references. Like, two people to be like, yeah, I think he's down. I think he'd be down for this. So Ramos and Ryan were like, yeah, I think he'd be down. And I'm like, what do you guys think? They're like, yo, it's just DMT. It's not like, I had no idea, bro. Like, no idea what the fuck it was. They were just like... Going with the question or going blank minded, and I was like, all right. So I just kind of went in blank minded, and I was just like, came. Let me ask you, did did he put you on that stretcher thing where it flipped you upside down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what he did to me. It's to realign your back or some shit. Yeah. He was like like really into it's the the hyperextension thing. Yeah. 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 He was like really into like, like we we were on magnetic mattresses. Yeah. Remember that as well? Yeah. Bro, it's weird because you lay on this thing, and he's like, put your arm out. And he, he's like, resist my pressure. And I would resist. And he's like, now flip around. No matter what I did, I couldn't resist. But what's trippy is my weak side was people's strong side. Some other's strong yeah. side, right? Yeah. And so he's like, okay, your strong side is this side. Lay your head down. And he had a vaporizer. And it, and it tasted like how old furniture smells. No, this is the- Like if you go on the swap meet and shit. No, this is the worst. That smell, like, because I, I still have some at home. I've had some, in, I've had some in my safe for like years now because I'm just like, this is one of those things where you're like, you don't just go, I'm going to try some today. You know, you're just like, I've done this so many times and I'm like, I don't know. Do it on your bike ride. Huh? Do it on your bike ride. I might, yeah. I'll really? Do, I'm going to have mushrooms and, and DMT for sure, like, out there. Just because that's going to be a point where I'm going to be in the middle of the desert and, like, I might just, you know, like, you know, fucking God might appear or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like wow. some shit like that. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's the smell, though, bro, is like, I'll smell it and I'll just it'll just give me like a fucking weird like uh like what is it goosebumps and shit down my fucking spine because it's just like it, that's the only thing that I know that smells like that yeah. and it's and it's just it's so fucking it's the connection to like the experience with that smell is like so profound that it's just like oh shit dude I totally forgot you were there can you can you open this phone let me see what the time is Let's see what time we're on okay. Uh, it's an hour. It starts to like blink and shut off for some reason. I gotta figure out how to extend it where we could do it for a couple hours. You know, yeah. you just gotta redo them. Like yeah. you have to restart it in order to get two hours out of it, pretty much. But it's two separate fucking audio things. Yeah. yeah. So you never do drugs or experiment, Wes, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> really, never had like a weed period or a coke period. Are we counting that. Then yeah. <laughs> See, I don't do anything anymore. Like even alcohol fucks with me. Yeah. Like if I had a beer, like that one a couple weeks ago, we went to that bar and I had those two Guinnesses. The next day I was shot. It's like I had this migraine. <laughs> yeah, just my fucking brain throbs or something. If I drink beer, my shit, my head starts hurting. But I can drink like, like I've been drinking like whiskey and tequila, not a lot, but like fucking. That's I'll, crazy. I'll yeah. get drunk like once. Fuck no, I, I got drunk in November for Thanksgiving and then I got drunk like last week. I'm like, that's really it. <laughs> you smoke like often, dude. I, I fucking, I haven't been smoking as much now that I've been working out so much. Cause like, I don't like to do my workouts high. Cause mm-hmm. I notice I'm just like, just a, a tad bit like Do you slower. have a push up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, I feel a tad bit weaker. Like it yeah. isn't, you know what I mean? Like I don't feel like I'm like full strength. 
And then once I'm done working out, I had I got like that workout high to where I don't feel like fucking getting high. And then I usually have to go to work. And then I got this new job, and it's the first job that I've had where I don't smoke before work. Mm. And I actually like enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm actually like chilling and shit. Plus, I buy all my weed in bulk, so like I buy it in bulk because I fucking I'll sell to like homies and shit. And now that I've been doing this, I'm just like I have so much more fucking weed left over. It's fucking mm. nuts. And I'm like I can actually make money off this shit versus just smoking for free. No. <laughs> oh. How much can you How much can you buy from the dispensary? Like, you can buy just... up to an ounce a day, but the dispensary is so expensive, bro. Like stupid mm. expensive. Like I'll smoke wax. A gram of wax cost the at the dispensary is like fifty dollars, bro. You know, on sale it's like thirty something type shit, thirty five, forty bucks. I buy a gram for like fourteen dollars. Cause I buy it in bulk, so like I'll never go to this. I don't go to the dispensary. I was going to the dispensary when I was working and making hella money and shit, you know, like with a good job. But I'm just not really about that life. Yeah, like my little brother smokes every day. Yeah, but he grows like a fucking boss too. Though I know. He was this gangster at his shit. Like I've seen his grow. He's trying to. He was trying to give me some seeds to grow because I grew my own weed as well. He's always high. Always high. <laughs> I'd be like Mitchie, because like when he didn't smoke weed, he was like fast as fuck. Like yeah, like on point. And I'm like. Mitchie, it's made you slow. He's like, I'm the fastest I've ever been. <laughs> I'm like, Mitchie, no, no, you're, that's, not. Dude, no that's, you're not, dude. That's 100% true because that's what I went through like this last year where I was working out. I just realized I'm just like, this shit really is slowing me down. Just a little bit, you know what I mean? Not, But it is slowing you down. Like, yeah. It does make you like, I'll, I'll get high and work on music, but I'll start working on music before I get high because sometimes when I get high before I start working on music, the like the like the train of thought is kind of lost and shit gets kind of loopy versus when i start already i'm kind of already on a roll with something and then i'll get and then i'll smoke and just kind of add to that and so i just i started using it in a very different way compared to just like get blasted every fucking day bro i was taking i was going through like a gram of wax every like two three days Mm, and like yeah that's like wax bro so like it's heavy high and then what happened too the main actually what really happened is when i got the rona last year when i got it in december i couldn't smoke couldn't smoke for fucking like 20 days and I tried to, and it would just hurt. And then to the point where, like, I tried to smoke the way I used to smoke when I was fine. And I got, like, paranoid for, like, five seconds, bro. Like, I got hit with, like, this paranoid panic. It made me feel like I was 13 smoking weed again. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, woof. All right, I got to stop. Man. I, was like, I was like, fuck. I was on the phone with somebody and shit, just having, like, a panic attack in my head. And I was like, this is fucking weird. And then I was like, all right, I got to go, like, drink some water, eat some food. And then I was like, I can't be getting high like that, like, just mm-hmm. out of nowhere and shit. Like, so what's worse, eating it or the wax? Um, eating it, right? There's no, to me, nothing's worse. They're both great. <laughs> yeah, you can handle that shit. I would but be on the fucking couch. Like, I would say edibles will wreck the fuck out of anybody because yeah. of the delayed, the delayed, like, activation. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, bro, you eat something that tastes so fucking good, because some of them are, like, hella good, and then 30, 40 minutes later is when you start feeling the high, and it's like an escalator high where it, like, slowly goes up, but the fucking escalator doesn't stop. Yeah. Some people, it just keeps going up. I know. Versus, like, when you smoke, when you smoke weed... It's like taking the elevator and when you smoke wax, it's like taking fucking Willy Wonka's elevator. You know mm. what I mean? Like just, boosh, just get shot way the <laughs> fuck up there, dude. Like, and so the only reason why edibles to me is like are the most dangerous is because of that delayed shit. Because some people are like, oh, this ain't hit me. So they'll fucking take another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're just fucked at that point. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, my little brother had a crock pot with, filled with weed and butter, right? Mm-hmm. And so he takes that butter makes brownies with it. And so he made it this whole fucking batch of brownies. I go in his house one day. He's like, this whole kitchen is layered brownies. And he's like, try one. And I was about to eat. I go, wait, does this have weed? He goes, yeah. And I put it down. He's like, come on. It's not going to just take a little piece. And he kept nagging me the whole fucking time I was there. And finally, when I was got up, got up to leave, he's like, just, just have a little piece. I'm like, fine. I'll just. So I ate a little piece. He's like, like it's, how, not, it's not going to do nothing. How little? 
just a little like corner of a brownie. Okay. Bro. <laughs> but his brownies were like stupid strong. He wasn't ratioing that It fucked me up yeah. so bad, man. <laughs> yeah. I remember I was taking the drive back home and I remember I was in front of the Gold Coast and it hit me so hard. I ended up pulling inside the Gold Coast parking lot and I sat there and I called him. I was like, I fucking hate you. And he starts <laughs> laughing and he hangs up. And I, I'm like, you motherfucker. I was so high. I felt like I was on the moon. And I went home. And I started washing my face and panicking. And I'm like, I'm never doing this shit again. It scared the hell out of me. It's so funny how it's people like that. I get, I'll get like points of like panic, but they just flow right through me, like out, like literally like five seconds max of like, oh, that's dumb. and then I'm, that's when I'm like, oh, I can see how some people will get scared because then you get that feeling, and some people like they get stuck on that feeling because it's just yeah. like a little feeling of panic. You're just like, oh shit, I'm out of my body, but it's like, yeah, you are, you're high. Okay, cool, I'm high. <laughs> Yeah. See, like, what, <laughs> some people, when they get high, like, they don't really think. They're kind of numb to everything. When I get high, I overthink everything. Like, for instance, when I'm sober, I don't, if someone hates me, I don't give a fuck. Like, fucking eat dicks, right? But if I'm high, I start to, like, see me through their eyes. And I start to, how can I make it better with them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I start to really dissect myself. And it. I'm like, what? nothing's wrong with me. Fuck these idiot people. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I, I can't, I overthink. I start thinking about death and shit. So I, it's yeah, just not just, for me. That shit, I mean, that shit still happens with me where like, you know, you just get into those zones where you're just thinking like, there's been plenty of times where my ass is looking at something. I'm just like 20 minutes just staring at something. And, I'm just like, <laughs> and then literally I'm just like, that was 20 fucking minutes. Like, whoa. You're like, I'm supposed to be at yeah, work. Like, yeah. Or just like, you know, fucking working on someone's computer or whatever. Yeah. Or I'm fucking half the reason why like my ass will show up late to somewhere beforehand was because I like took a dab. And instead of leaving, I just like sat there for like seven minutes, just thinking about shit, pondering. And I'm just like, I gotta fucking go. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's like really like the dumbest shit. Like, but it just happens to me though. In those moments, like, I'm just so used to being in my head and kind of like talking myself through those moments. Cause I've had some weird ass fucking psychedelic trips too, to where like you just gotta talk yourself through shit. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't freak me out to be in my head, but I can totally see how for some people, they're not comfortable with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you got high, Wes? Not in a while. Yeah. Yeah. You're just super healthy. What is that? Like a protein shake? It's ice. It's your BCAs. <laughs> ice and water. <laughs> What's it say about never tell me the odds? Yeah. Do I tell people that all, all the time? You fucking <laughs> I feel like I said that recently. That's my line, bro. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> yeah. I'm known for saying that. <laughs> fucking I've never heard you fucking say that shit. I've said that recently, though. No, you haven't. Are you with me every fucking day? I know you haven't said that. <laughs> Ever. Wrong. Wrong. What's wrong with knowing the odds? <laughs> um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, man, I just uh, I just cold turkeyed it a couple years ago. Stopped everything. You don't do anything anymore at all? Well, No. But I think I called you. I was a Marilyn Manson concert. Yeah. And Sarah was at a bar by herself. And the fucking director of his music videos started hitting on her. Didn't know she was married. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, my, my, my husband's a fan. Come meet my husband. You could, you could totally tell. He was like, He's like Seri fuck. seriously. <laughs> so she introduces me to this guy. And I thought at first, like, yeah, whatever. He's just claiming he's some director. Turns out he really was. Like, I Googled his ass when I got home. And I was like, oh, fuck. But his deal was like, hey, if you can find me coke, like, I could, you know, 
introduce like bring you up to his room and shit. I'm like, I'm not trying to fuck him. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I just want to meet him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, I'll be, we'll be all doing it. I'm like, I was calling everybody I fucking knew. Nobody turned out, so yeah, it's uh, that's that was the only you, time I like had a craving for it. <laughs> but, well, yeah, because it's coming. It's like you're like shit. I'm about to fucking meet this fool if I give him some drugs. I've done that before. I've, I've got into plenty of bands as fucking like rooms because I got the fucking drugs. You know, yeah. <laughs> that shit just works like that. Now he's going down with the the abuse and the mental abuse with all these women that are coming forward. Guy, you can't recover after that, right? After mental abuse. You mean like him, him recovering? Yeah, yeah, like as a celebrity, like at this day and age, and considering like what he, like what his music is known for and shit, like I don't know, it's gonna be a hard one because that was like super like prevalent, in, like the like nineties and two thousands, and it was like hell aggressive because we were like, yeah, and now motherfuckers are real soft and care about like you know. But everybody sees Marilyn Manson as some weirdo, anyways. Yeah, like, well, what like I mean. what do you expect? Yeah, you know, that's what I mean. It's like it's that's that's a that's a hard comeback for sure. But now they're saying rape. Now they're saying that he, he raped them. Well, That's me, a different story. Yeah, but. To, well, it's like, to me, it's like it's kind of hard to... It's a weird blurred line. You're like, you raped your girlfriend. Like, it's, I don't want to like know the details, but I kind of want to do because it's like, how does that work? Not, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it, was, it didn't happen, but like, how does that work? Because that's your girlfriend. So like someone who's supposed to be willing to like have sex with you type shit. So like where, like, where did the rape start happening and how? Yeah. And shit, you know what I mean? And like, it's fucked up, I'm pretty sure, but it's that's, that's going to be a... Yeah, that's probably gonna come back from that one. <laughs> yeah, I heard people like married people like my husband raped me. Like what? That's what. Yeah, I'm this just is like, weird. Yeah, it's like the details of that. It's like what defines it as rape? Because to me, rape is like someone who's just like making someone have sex with them, but there's like no actual like they they don't really know each other or they're like friends. They don't have like an intimate relationship together. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They don't have like a fucking a legal document saying that they were married and shit. So. But at the same time, there's motherfuckers that, like, force these girls to marry them, and then they just treat them like they're little slack slaves, and these girls just kind of take it because they don't know any better. Yeah. So that's for sure rape, but it's, like, a strange, strange thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, when I think of rape, I think of, like, some aggressive-ass shit. Yeah, like, you're a stranger, yeah. or you're just a stalker, and you fucking yeah. force the girl. Yeah, it's... No means no. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. that's for sure. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I've never done it, so I don't know. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> never tell you the odds. <laughs> that is true, yeah. No does mean no. It's just when you think of a marriage, you think of like communication and shit. You don't think of like, come here, bitch, bro. You're like, whoa. Mm. <laughs> it seems like it never happens unless they're getting divorced. Nobody's ever like, oh, we're happy together, by the way, he rapes me. Yeah. It's always like, you're getting divorced. I want that boat. No. You raped me. <laughs> yeah. Ten years later, they come out. That for sure happens like a motherfucker, too. Yeah. Man. There's like, but there's girls that like, would fucking like, try to like, like, that nose, that baby fucking nose or ear cleaner. They'll like, try to squeegee, like, come out of their condoms and shit from dudes they're with. Because they're trying to lock what? them in. Yeah, yeah. That's like, that's like for sure. Like, like, like a story that I heard like a while ago. Like, it happens to a lot of rappers. Like, a lot of fucking... Wait, music. what? Yeah, yeah, like, you know, the fucking with the condom and the oh. bitches will, like, grab the condom and try to, like, squeeze some cum out and fucking put it in themselves and shit to, <laughs> to get a baby and stuff. Wow. Yeah, dude, it's fucking... That's fucked. Some sc- scandalous-ass bitches out there, bro. Like, I worked next to the strip club for four years, so I heard all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, all kinds of shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, some of these girls are mental head cases, too. They're... Yeah, well, that's... You're... And I've, I've even dated girls in the past where they want to be choked and they want to be... Dude, the girls are fucking weird, too. It's not just... Like, if a guy said... Like you said earlier in the car, like, if a guy was like, yo, this girl raped me. 
Yeah. Like guys yeah, would never. Yeah, you pretty much laugh at that. Like the prime example was like dude in high school that bangs his teacher. Everyone's like, oh shit, for sure. Guy that bangs a girl, fucking life's over. Shit's done with. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like it's. It's definitely like a weird standard that happens, but at the same time, it's just culture, bro. Like we're fucking raised to be like, "Fuck yeah, get that shit." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Well, Marilyn Manson, <laughs> my days of being my idol is over. Yeah, good luck, bro. <laughs> yeah, same with like Chris D'Elia. You know that comedian Chris D'Elia? Yeah, what he just. Him? It's gone. Dude. Fell did, off. Did he get on some... Did somebody... This yeah, girl that went after him too? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, you never heard what happened? I saw... No, I just remembered actually. I saw the video of like where some somebody's like, yeah, they can screenshot your Snapchats or like they can save your snaps or your snaps were saved and his face was like... Yeah, that was the first one. That, that was, was like a 16-year-old or something like that, right? Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, there was just 14. 14. Oh, that's all bad. Yes, yeah, she some was... other chick was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, by the way, he rapes me too. Or, I don't know if he, I don't know if they said he rapes him, but he's yeah. doing some weird fucking shit. Yeah, that's like fucking... 15 year old. Yeah, that's all bad. That's like... Yeah. Fucking, I can't even fuck with girls that are like 23. Oh, shit. Dude. No. I can, I can imagine fucking having the desire to want to fucking... Do a 15 year old? Yeah, like, it's fucking insane. Like, it's like a child that fucking... It's weird. It's just a weird thing to be... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's the lowest age you'll go? Me? Yeah. 29. <laughs> I'm 30, so like... You're like, what are the laws in Vegas? You know, over here it's 16, but if you with take a... consent, parent consent, it's 16. With parent consent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can sleep with a 16-year-old and not go down for... You, you, you will go down for unless the... Mo- what parent's going to consent to that? Yo, you'd be fucking surprised, dog. My, girl, oh, thank you, my girlfriend in high school... We broke up when I was 18 and she was 17. This bitch started dating like a 24-year-old. Yeah. And her parents knew and they were cool with it, dog. They were cool with it. This bitch was 17. So like, wow. yeah, it's like, it's fucking, it's, I don't know. I would be like, fuck no, you're out of your fucking mind. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? If I had a daughter, anybody, it doesn't matter even if it's the same age, I'd say, get out of here. No, I mean, I'm fucking, I can't be that dickhead, but motherfuckers <laughs> fucking five years, six years older than my teenage daughter, get the fuck out of here, bro. You're a fucking pedophile is what you are, dog. Like, right, that's right. fucking some weird ass shit. Now, my youngest age right now, I, I want to say to be like 24, 25, but I don't really hang out with like that many young women specifically. I got like a couple young homies, but like not really that much young women. Most of the girls in my life are my age or older mm-hmm. and uh, or like a couple years younger than me. I pretty much have always kept it between like three to five years of like up and down, you know what I mean? As long as I have grown. Um, but I've talked to some dope ass 22 year olds for sure that are like super cool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Never like, never long enough to really get intimate with them or also get to actually really, really know them type shit, you know? It's like just a fucking smoke chest here and there and it's like kind of funny, haha giggles. But mm-hmm. when I'm like, yo, I'm eight years older than you, it's just like, it's eight years of just wisdom and just running shit different. Cause like mm-hmm. I was 22 once and I was fucking wild. And then I would never want to take someone's youth away from them like that. But I was single from 20, well, I've been single still, but I had like a, the girlfriend experience you can say over the summertime till I got my heart broken over it because I'm a dumbass. I'm like the dopest chick ever, bro. And then she wanted to hella date me and I was like, nah. <laughs> really? Yeah, because yeah. I just wasn't ready. I don't know. I just, I told myself on the idea that I wasn't ready. She was a single mom and I thought that like, oh, I don't know if I could take care of a kid and all this mm. shit. And it was just a bunch of dumb shit just being single for so long and being used to being single that like when an actual relationship hit me, it like was confusing for me. To, yeah. You know what I mean? And then like, this girl was hella into me and I'm just like, how is someone so into me? Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, I was hella into her too, but it was just like, I was wrecking myself in my head and shit. And it was from being single for so long. 
But I'm hella glad I was so single for so long because I did whatever the fuck I wanted to do in my 20s. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, legit, like, I got, like, no regrets from my 20s, right? <laughs> Sold all kinds of drugs, did all kinds of shit, fucked all kinds of girls, went all kinds of places. You know what I mean? Like, it was fucking well-lived. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like that shit got threatened at 30. But it wasn't like it got threatened. It was just, like, time to let go of that shit. <laughs> you know, I can't be fucking acting like I'm in my 20s and my 30s. So now if I, like... If I'm talking to someone who's like 22, I just think about all those years and I'm like, no, you need to be a fuck, you need a like you need to be, you need to go fucking crazy in your 20s. Bella. Like, don't commit to anybody, and if you do, make yeah. sure it's temporarily, not for a long time, because it's fucking. Exactly, that'd be my advice to anybody who's 20 and you know puts a girl or or a guy on a pedestal. It's like, dude, just don't. Yeah. Wait till you're at least 35, honestly. Yeah. The the it's cuz the the statistics on that are like you're less than 1% going to actually like be with this person in the mm. long run. So you're just like you're missing out on like these things in life that you could do by yourself and specifically in your 20s, you know what I mean? Cuz it's like you mm-hmm. fucking you can just fuck up your whole 20s and still be fine. You can go to jail in your 20s for a couple years and still be fine. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking like I got homies that went to fucking prison for a handful of years and those fools are 27, 28 and like, you know, it's like they still never young. win. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking it's like that's how much you could fuck up in life in your 20s. Not saying go fuck up, but <laughs> but it's like trying yeah. taking risk and trying shit. Getting into a committed relationship in your 20s to me isn't a risk. It's just yeah. kind of like a settlement, you know? Like <laughs> <clears throat> yeah it's dumb yeah it's yeah I know if I can go back I would never get in a relationship My cause I'm, I'm like you I never got in relationships It'd like 8 years go by and I finally try one and I would end up getting fucking hurt as fuck yeah and then I, it just locked me off to relationships again yeah that's kind of how i feel right now but it was this is my own fault because homegirl was fucking dope and like if i could date her i totally would but she already has like another dude and shit so that's out of the picture but like it's one of those things where like that idea of like well what if i get into a relationship and then i end up getting hurt and then i'm just like really fucking hurt for like years and shit and then i just want to like step away and i'm just like nah i just was fucking selling myself on the idea that like this wasn't it but now that I'm 30, I'm like, nah, it's definitely time to, like, actually, like, try something with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, can you open your phone real quick? Yeah, fuck that. All right, yeah, I should stop here pretty soon. Like, three more minutes. Yeah, stay single. Everybody <laughs> in your 20s, stay single. Yeah, if you're in your 20s, for sure, stay fucking single. I mean... Pretty sure you might meet some cool ass chick and whatnot, but that just means she needs to stay single too. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much that happens, bro. Life changes. One event in your life, one day, one event, one hour will fucking flip the script on your entire life. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. Like, it take 10 fucking minutes in one day. Like, that's all it takes is one fucking little event to flip your shit upside down. I mean, the fucking Rona is like a big case of that. You know what I mean? It's like a, a, a big example of that. But on a smaller scale, on your own personal shit, it's like you don't know what the fuck you're going to go through. Mm-hmm. So to sit there and like worry about somebody else and kind of lose yourself in somebody else in your 20s, it's like, well, you don't even know who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I figure out who I was until like a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what I'm fucking doing now and shit. But to me, the reason why I was hella single in my 20s and shit is because of that psychedelic experience, bro. No. That shit just ripped me into a whole new world where I was like, life is bigger than like whatever the fuck I think it is. And like, there's like more <laughs> yeah. to this shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's way more to this shit. Like, way more. And so yeah, I started doing hella psychedelic trips with the homies, and we were just kind of like, oh fuck, life. <laughs> yeah. Well, this podcast is about to stop, so we should just wrap it up at the moment. That was an hour. Fuck, that just felt like an hour. It was super quick. Yeah. I'm tired.
shit to I know, you look like you <laughs> fall asleep any minute. You know, shit, your bedtime's in fucking four hours, like, know, shit. Like, I know. Try to stay awake. It's like, I'm like, Wes, you ever done drugs? What? What? <laughs> so why, why do you get up so early at 3 a.m.? I gotta help my dad. Oh, this is not what you do all the time, or you just... Or... No, it wasn't. Like, oh, okay. uh, it all started with this fucking lockdown shit. Um. But he's got, like, some kind of weird, uh... Is that recording? Yeah, it's recording. I'm just trying to keep the screen open because it likes to close after five seconds. Right. Yeah, it's still recording. I'm not putting my dad's shit on your podcast. <laughs> oh, you want me to wrap it up? Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nice talk. Bye. See ya. Laters.